the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot. Just like the fajita. I write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Just like the demeanor. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560. If you're just tuning in, you probably were expecting to hear some uh, Money Hour. I forget what the name of that the, the previous show was. But, uh, no, nah, it's me, John Anthony, live and in the flesh and ready to get rocking and rolling. 2022 is here. I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I'm, I've been away from the radio, from the mic, except when I filled in for Sean Thompson. Uh, with my f- good friend Mark Vargas, who hosts the show, Mark My Words with Mark Vargas, heard every Sunday from 7 to 9. We had a, an amazing, amazing time those two days. And I'm just so stoked. There's so much to talk about. There's so much that's, that's, that's going on. Freedom is still under attack. Freedom is on its last leg, in my opinion. That's what I, I, I believe it with every fiber that's in me. And this new year, I'm going to fight like I've never fought before. I'm fighting because... This we, we, we have to make sure that the, the future, future, future generations are protected, that future generations grow up in an America that they that that that's free. And I've said time and time again, I've said it on Sean Thompson's show. We're, at, we're, we're literally at a fork in the road where we either have to choose freedom or tyranny. It's no other choice. Freedom or tyranny. You got to you have to decide what side of the aisle that you want to be on. It's not about the Rona. It's not about the jab. It's about freedom or tyranny. And with that said, I'm so happy to have my good friend, my, 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 my brother. As you guys know, we all call him the troublemaker, Mr. <laughs> I thought she was going to let it go. Oh, um, Mr. Verlon Galloway, welcome back, brother. Happy hey, New Year. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year to you and your family. You, you weren't expecting that, were you? I was not expecting that one. I thought it was oh, going to go away. Oh, that's now, brother. You got the troublemaker and you have Red Velvet. You know, when you when you talk about the choice between you know, tyranny or freedom... You know, I never put fr- tyranny first. Oh, um, Never put tyranny first. I apologize. But um, the last the show that you let me do, I wanted... I wanted Unity for the new year. Unity. And because John's so hopeful and so positive, he rubs off on me. So I, I had to put that, you know, into the last show. But I don't see unity happening. I see more division. Did you listen to what the president said? He, his whole 30-minute speech was about demonizing Trump and the unvaccinated. You know what I mean? Come on. 
It's just that's all we're going to get. That's all we're going to get from that side. It's, there's no unity. I give up already. I, I wanted a clean slate for this year, but I give up already. It's, it's not going to be any unity. Wait, it's only January what? 8th? <laughs> and the president 8th? spoke. The bully no. pu- pulpit spoke. Yeah, but the people haven't yet. And that's what's more important than the president, the bully pulpit, J.B. Pritzker, Lori Lightfoot, the people. The people will speak loud and clear, loud and clearly in 2022, in these 2022 elections. That's my hope. That's my desire. And, and, one of the, and, and I hope that Black and White Radio continues to be the voice to help people understand and gather tools and knowledge necessary to fight this fight that we're fighting. Because we're, we're at war. I'm sorry, all these Republicans and, and Democrats who think, no, this is a war. This is a war for the very soul of who we will become as Americans in this next generation. That's yeah. what I believe. I agree. And, and I'm so excited to have my friend, my brother. We've, we've, we've really gotten to become good friends. Uh, he spoke at um, the breakout session we had at Freedom Summit. Mr. We got to come up with a nickname. I've been thinking about <laughs> it. I haven't. You know, I give everybody a nickname when they come. No, in when I was at the firehouse, they called me K Dog. So, oh, I like K Dog. Yes, man. Well, that's kind of street, man. Yes, that's hood. That's hood, man. <laughs> well, he's from L.A. So, that's all you know. right. Oh, okay. Oh, he right. is from oh, L.A. No, I'm not from. Oh, LA. you were off- from Chi Town. Why did they say you were officer in, in because LA? I went out there, did what I had to do, and come back, baby. Oh, look at you. That voice <laughs> is Keith A. Thornton Jr. That's right. Cat. <laughs> that's that cat dog the black know, cat that cat dog black, black cat. cat all right don't, black cross, cat. don't cross the path <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh keith you know i'm sure the whole of chicago knows who you are because personally i and i've told you this privately and i've told you i've said this on the radio and uh, in your absence uh if it's if, if you were not on the radio that night i don't think officer yanez lives i think what you were able to do uh, and completely take complete control of that situation that night saved so many lives. What say you, sir? Oh, that's it's a lot. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for the Lord above, God, you know, because uh, he's the main one that, um, that kept our officer with us, you know, and uh, just got to keep the ball rolling. Like yeah. you say, you know, don't give up. It's just the 8th of January. I'm not giving up. We can't <laughs> give up. These are the good people. You well, know? well, I'll. I, I wasn't giving up in that sense. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm cool with this guy. He's a radio show uh, host on this station called Sean Thompson. He's been floating an idea out there, and I'm kind of with it. You know, we got 21 hardcore conservative states. Maybe it's time to separate. I don't know how would you do it. I, I know the union won't let you go, but maybe it's time to be become two countries. Oh, I don't know. What, what the, the United States of America split us in half? Almost in half, 21, no. 21 states. No, how about we just abide by the Constitution? <laughs> that, that one document that, that has bound us together for so many decades and, and centuries in some regards. How about we just, how about, how about we just re- return to understanding? Because personally, I just don't think many people get it or understand how powerful and how important the United States Constitution is. They don't care. I just don't get it. They don't care. Do you know I argue with my brother all the time about history? He doesn't, he doesn't give a... <laughs> Rats patooey about history. He cares about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then most, especially black people, we yeah. all black in here, they only care about right now. They don't care about what the founding fathers did. They hate the founding fathers, probably 96% of black people. And they don't care about history, period. Right. They only care well, about you today. you got to go back down to the root of that, you know, saying that they don't care about history. A lot of them don't know about history because you go back down to the education and how they were brought up and the parenting. And that's number one. Before even... Um, 
any of the things that's going on now, the first thing you got to do is take it back home, you know, into yeah. the communities, you know, no matter where you're at, L.A., Chicago, wherever. A lot of these issues going on throughout the entire states of, of America, you know, we got to do something better with our youth and bringing them up. Why can't I choose to be around like-minded people? Not color. My kind doesn't mean my color. It means like-minded. My kind of people that I can relate to. Why can't I choose to do that? Well, I don't know about the choosing because me, I, I actually like being around people who don't think like me. So That's I. okay. That's okay because it challenges me to get to know other people. And I'm good with people who are like-minded like me, but I like to really gravitate towards a lot of different people because you start to learn, and that's what needs to happen now. But, but, but Keith, look at the hat he has, though. Look at his jacket. So oh, that lets you Lord. know. Don't <laughs> that, I didn't see that part. <laughs> I was she drinking this coffee over is. here. I had a prepared statement for this. I was ready for this. <laughs> We're the number one team in the NFL. Uh, oh, All God. roads go through commercial. Green Let's Bay, take this to a commercial Wisconsin. break. Oh, God. Don't hate. Um, Don't hate. But, but really quickly, guys. I, I, you know, I, I haven't been on the radio in a while. And there was an incident that happened to two Bradley police officers while I've been off the radio. Um, I am a proponent for the death penalty. I'm a proponent for the death penalty, but I want to, but there was a bill that myself, um, John Cabello and a, a couple of others, a couple other state representatives came up with. And we're going to discuss more of this after the break. But when I read what was in some of the documents, I mean, in, in some of the court documents, okay? They were there. The cops were responding there for a parking dog. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Yep. Um, were you the one that gave out that call, or is there somebody within, else within the district badging that actually sent those officers to that call? Well, which one are we speaking about? Uh, in Chicago. In Chicago. So I was a dispatcher. Yeah. I was a dispatcher, and they came up on a radio, um, not even for a traffic stop. They just said 10-1, this location. Oh. So that's when um, you had... The, the third officer that we learned, he was on the radio speaking to me. And obviously we all know Ella French, God yeah. rest her soul. She, whatever, I haven't seen the footage or whatever happened, yeah. but she lost her life. And yeah. her uh, third partner, Carlos Yanez, he was also shot. And yeah. he's doing well now. But this immediately reminded me of that situation because yeah. here you have a sergeant who was a female. Her life was viciously taken away oh. and murdered, oh. you know. And the officer that's standing alongside, who's still in critical condition, ICU, he's fighting for his life. And it just brings back just horrible emotions because it's like, this is kind of like the same situation. Yeah. You know, one thing about shooting officers and, and regular people out there, that they used to be guys and that was it, gangs. But now it's females. They're targeting all types of people. And you see little blurbs in the media, but yeah. you don't really see the actual story as to what took place specifically in this situation. Yeah. Can I, go, real quick, go ahead. How do you keep your cool under that type of pressure? And uh, when when it comes to all of these different crises that you talk to, I want you to answer that after the break. Hey, you listening in to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty Answer? I'm John Anthony, live in studio. Give us a call three one two six four two five six zero zero three one two six four two five six zero zero. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio with my good friend, Red. 
<laughs> Red. It's all right. That's the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway, and dispatch extraordinaire. What do you call himself? Uh, K-Dog. 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 K-D-A-W-G. Capital letters. Cat-Dog. That's what I'm going to call him until I come up with a better nickname. Uh, but, I, but you had a question right before the break. Yeah, I'm sorry to ask you it's so close to break. I d- didn't keep track of time. But how do you keep cool under that type of pressure dealing with all the dis- different crises that you that you deal with on the telephone? Being in nursing like myself, we deal with it after. But you you do it in real time. Yeah. How, how do you do that? How do you keep your composure? Because I'll be just fumbling at the words. I wouldn't know what to say to comfort anybody. How do you do that? <laughs> well, it's a little backstory to this because I don't think I can speak for everyone. I think everyone is very unique, whether just in this field period, you know, public safety period, we're all unique and bring different experiences. So for me, you know, working as a volunteer firefighter for for two decades, you know, and being on an ambulance and consistently doing that for many, many years of doing CPR on different individuals and seeing it up close and personal. And then going over to Los Angeles, working South Central uh, for a multitude of years, doing all types of stuff and seeing the craziest of the crazy. Um, it really prepared me when I got behind that computer screen, you know, four years ago and became a dispatcher. I never thought I could ever do this. It was the first position I've ever had um, administratively. And I'm like, this is crazy. But once that f- first foot pursuit hit, you know, years ago, it's like I jumped back into reality out there with, with my guys and my girls. And um, I really try to be what that dispatcher was for me when I was out there because I was in some situations where I was almost killed, you know, trapped inside of houses, barricaded, all types of different things, pulling out shotguns and gang houses. So I just take it back to putting myself out there in that situation, ensuring that I can do everything that I can do to get those guys home. You know, they deserve it. And I I study up on things and I listen to the radio, even when I'm on or off duty and I just try to perfect my skills. So that's how I do it. Awesome. And, and, you know, I didn't know you were a police officer uh, until I heard, I I heard the inside edition interview. We'll we'll get into the inside edition interview (laughs) because that was, uh, I thought that was a, uh, I thought you did really well on that interview. Um, but now I understand, I understand now how you were able to take so much control over the air, because when I first heard the audio, I didn't know you were a dispatcher. I thought, I thought it was a sergeant because, (laughs) you know, when I was a police officer, um, sergeants were the ones that took control as, as, as this, this dispatchers didn't take that type of control where I'm, where I was a cop from. Um, sergeants were the ones that, that, that got on the air and clear the clear you know the roads made sure everybody was off the radio i thought you were a sergeant well let me be perfectly clear um some things i did that day were in protocol and some things i stepped out and i took a risk and uh, i went against my job and everything else and i did what i had to do because yeah. fact of the matter is the job does not define me keith right. thornton is who i am and that's why i call myself k dog i'm going to do whatever i have to do to save lives. And when you're in that dire situation, it's just like being in the military and things of that nature. You got to do whatever you have to do. And when they said officer was down, then said two of them were down and you can hear that agony in his yeah. voice. You know, I said immediately, it just clicked when I was in LAPD, you know, set that perimeter up. And then he gave me a description perfectly of this guy running this way. And I know the two officers are down, they just shot this, this, these officers set that perimeter up right now. You know, I'm looking at the map. I see it's two squad cars going right up to the officers. I said, you guys get them. I don't have to tell CPD officers or any other officers out there of what exactly to do when they're coming up to a scene to aid their fellow officers because they're going to do it. The training. They're going to do it. The training kicks in. 
So I knew they had that covered, but all of the other hundreds of cars that were flying into that scene as I'm looking at my map, I said, okay, guys, time to go to work. Let's get these guys in custody. And within a matter of a minute and 20 seconds, they got them in custody. Wow. And we got them to the hospital and everything else. But, you know, you, you have to step out of your norm and, and take risk, you know, with everything that you do. And that was just one that I did. Yeah. And, and, and when you think about what happened just recently in Bradley, um, I mean, these vicious, savage dogs, yes, what I'm going to call them, they're mm-hmm. dogs, mm-hmm. Um, shot the officer, yeah. took her gun, gun jammed. She begged for her life. Yeah. Think about that. Begged for her life to yeah. say, please, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Yes, I do. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. These savage dogs, they should die. Yeah. They should die a lethal, either lethal injection or I don't, I don't care. Because if, 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 if you have that type of mentality for a person that's only a person that's doing their job as police officers. Yeah. You don't deserve to live and live anymore. Well, you know, it's just not police officers, you know, even in the streets now within Chicago and, and, and so many other places throughout this country, they're doing the same thing to kids, to yeah. females, to adults, to elderly people. Yeah. They're pulling people out of cars, carjacking yeah. them, AK-47s. So with all due respect, it's to so many different people they're doing this to. It's absolutely no respect. And just what happened with her, it's just traumatic, you know, pleading for your life. She said, you don't have to do this. It's all captured on their body cam. And he did. And it's, it's just very traumatic. The funeral was yesterday. God rest her soul. And, you know, we're going to take it from here. But it, I'm, I'm tired of going to funerals and doing different things of that nature. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I am, too. I am, too. I, I agree with both of you up to a here point. Here we go. Up to a point. Because I've been on radio and I've been posed this question. I've been in debates on both on two networks. I do not believe in the death penalty. I believe every life has value, even though that that does sound like a savage if you're locked up for life, your life can be put to use in other ways by the Department of Corrections and you can still contribute to society. I just don't believe if you are a, are a proponent, a proponent of the right to life, you can say, I want babies to be born. And I do. I don't I believe in self-responsibility. Babies should be born. I don't believe even people that commit crimes, these type of crimes should be put to death. I think that they their life can be put to use behind bars. But wait. Or even on a chain you, gang or whatever. Wait. I didn't even say what I was for. You just <laughs> threw me right in the category. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You all just right. put me to death. I did assume. He, that was targeted to me. Actually, yeah. He actually targeted that to I, I, Yeah, death. I did. I'm looking at you. Yeah, right. 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 I'm pushing back on John. You know? Okay, so where, where do you stand? Well, I'm a wobbler. I'm right in between. So I don't know, as of now, you know how I feel. You know, I, I, I keep faith within it, you know, and I think that's God's decision. So I do kind of lean to what you're saying, you know. I, I, I can't be the judgment or whatever, you know, uh, for someone's life. But here's here's the other part as to what you said. We need district attorneys and politicians to actually put these people in, in, in prison and keep them in there. That's true. We've had people shot, you know, on the west side of Chicago, gang shooting. They kill a gang member. And just because this guy's a gang member doesn't mean, oh, that's mutual combatants. So right. they, they let all of them go. Kim Fox. Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so it's like d- d- a gangbanger, drug dealer, whatever. I don't judge, period. We don't know who this guy was. The point is his life was viciously taken away from him right. as well. Right. And whomever killed him should be gone. Okay. This is what I, along with John Cabello and a few others, and, and we also had Democrat sponsors on this bill as well. What this, this, this new death penalty would do 
It would only affect murderers, murders involving police officers, children under 12 years old, or if you had multiple victims. And it would also fit like some acts of terror. So it was, it was confined. It wasn't everybody gets the death penalty. It was, <clears throat> it was these people that committed these heinous crimes. Um, I, I, but I, I found it strange that Villan's ready to give up on Illinois, but he's, he's, he's okay with it. Oh, that's a little <laughs> low. It, it, listen, when it comes to this state uh, and how it's ran, and, and if people are going to keep on electing these same Marxists and these, 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 these charlatans, then you get what you deserve. But when it comes to a life, that's so final. It doesn't have to be final. Yeah, with the but, state. but guess what? Guess what? See, th- see, when we have these discussions, we always forget about the victims. What about the person who just yeah. lost their loved one? What about mm-hmm. Officer um, French's family? Mm-hmm. This this mm-hmm. savage beast, dog face pony chump. Yeah, two of them gets to live, gets to live for the rest of his life on taxpayers' dime for an act that he did not have to do. So when you want to talk about life, I believe in life. I'm pro life. I'm pro life. But what this guy did, and, and then she begged for a lot. These people are begging for their lives. Yeah. But I'm ready for that. Get rid of them. I'm ready for that. Yeah. I don't care how long it takes behind bars. I don't care if it's their last day at 99. They will feel it. One day they're going to feel that their life doesn't matter. Doesn't and, matter. And they're going to feel it. They're going to feel it. Yeah, yeah. But the person dead will never feel it again. And, 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 and the victim. And yeah. And really quick, the victims always feel it as well. That's right. Which is the messed up part. You listen to the black and right. We'll be right back. Bitches wanna lie, bitches wanna die, bitches wanna die. All I know is pain, all I feel is rain. I cannot maintain the madness on my brain. I resort to violence, my killers move in silence. Like you don't know what I'm silent, so your killers are wild. My dogs is with it, you want it? My ass gets on, baby girl. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm not going to do it to you this time. The troublemaker himself, Rolan Galloway, <laughs> and K-Dog, Keith Thornton Jr. Right. You, you, you don't mind if I don't say the A, do you? Or do you want, you like the whole Keith A. Thornton Jr.? Yeah, you say whatever you want to say. Okay, hey, hey, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I've heard worse names. Okay? Oh, I'm sure. Especially being a cop. <laughs> probably doing a dispatch, too, when people call Everything. in. Everything. <laughs> hey, let's go to the phone lines. Candace, welcome to Black. Welcome back to Black and Right. Thanks so much for holding. Hey, guys. You guys sound like you're having fun. Shh, Reagan. Um, sorry. Uh, I have been watching the show Yellowstone in 1883 a lot because, you know, they they get justice on that show, and yeah. I like that. I like seeing it. You know, and everybody's going towards nostalgia, being that we're living in a pseudo-communist world now that we're not used to. Um, I think that we should do billboards and create public tension and pressure against Lori Lightfoot and Kim uh, Fox, because you're never going to get people, um, these liberal whites, to vote against Kim Fox. No. You know what I mean? But you will get the people who are affected by the crime to do so. And I really think that you guys need a campaign. Yeah. And, 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 And we've talked about this before, Candace. The problem is finding um, those people, and Keith's not so much up. He's he's not, he doesn't adhere to a party. But the problem is finding Republicans who can go into these communities and, and clearly articulate it. Uh, we have somebody like Cor- Pastor Corey Brooks, uh, who does it week after week. You know, and he, he, he I wish you would have been at a meeting we were at, at um, a, a GOP meeting, and he chastised the Republican Party. 
And it was one of the one of the greatest speeches that I've ever heard with, with, with a black Republican going after the, the, the Illinois GOP. It was it was an amazing thing. That's the key. How do we find these people? And I'm one of them. I go into the communities and speak. But I'm just one person. Pastor Corey Brooks is just one person. We both have different platforms. Keith Thornton is out there. He's not doing it so much on a, on a political um, scale, but he's doing it more on an overall view of, of how do we really fix the problems. Screw who gets the credit. Let's fix the problems. Yeah. So thanks so much for calling, Candace. Appreciate it. I always appreciate when you call in. Thank you. All right. God um, but she she brought up Kim Fox. Yeah, um, exactly. What do we do with that? You know, that's a big problem. You know, we can blame things uh, solely on this person, that person, whatever. But it all boils down that this is a <laughs> just like we got to get unified, you know, up as in terms of people. The politicians have got to step into the situation and do their job. And she's absolutely not doing yeah. a damn thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, you got to hold these people accountable. Yeah. You know, you back when I was in school, here's an example. If you didn't do your homework or whatever, the teacher said, OK, that's one strike. The next one I'm calling home to mom and dad. Uh, my homework was done. And guess what? If it wasn't mom and dad was getting a phone call and I was going to get, you know, the business and it didn't happen again. You have criminals who are shooting, killing, mugging, carjacking, throwing people from vehicles, leaving babies on the street, walking around. The other day we had a baby with nothing on but a pamper. In, in this in, cold weather. In this cold weather. Oh, and not a parent even called in and say, hey, my kid's missing. There's nothing being done to these individuals. And it goes down to Kim Fox, the D- district attorney. She's yeah. doing nothing. We need three strike rules. Yeah. We need... We need somebody to come in heavy hand and... and because and, it's, it's accountability, right? It is. The officers are arresting these people. Yeah. And they're right back on the streets. Right. You will never get a three strikes law. Not here in Chicago. You will never get a three strikes law. I will never. I will never say never. We need to get people just like the last caller just stated. We need to come together and unify and bring our people together. It, it should not matter. Republican, Democrat, um, progressive, super liberal. All people need to get together. We have good and bad in all of our parties. And we need to say, hey, let's unify and get the right I'm people sorry. in office. You can say uh, it, it shouldn't be Marxist, uh, liberal, or the Republican, Democrat, all you want. It's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be looked at as a heavy hammer on black people. Because yeah. we're, we're, we're the ones committing 90% of the crime. I'm sorry. Uh, well, number one, like it, well, number one, here's the other the thing. Truth. Don't, let me, hold on. That needs to be stated. Yeah. Because that's not being stated. No. I say black on black crime yeah. and people say that's, oh, yeah, no that's not thing. going on. Yeah, oh, no. Hey, definitely. wait, wait, hold on. We do that here on this show. We Not only do we point out what, what, what the, because I think so many times, you know, in order to fix a problem, you, 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 you got to. You got to know what the problem is. No, you, you we, we know what the problem is. Yeah. We know. See, there's a, cl- a clear lining defense. We know what the problem is. We need to acknowledge the problem. Yes. OK, the more we just keep making excuses, nothing's going to happen. It's just like the mayor. She she tosses everything at everyone else. Yeah. The, it's a police superintendent. How are you going to do that when Black Lives Matter has taken over the party? Yeah, I they, mean, federally, locally, uh, the state, yeah. they, they, they are because, scared because, of because Black real Lives quick, Matter. Real, real quick. I think another discussion that most people, not a lot of people, a lot of people don't like to talk about, and we'll discuss this more after the break, and we'll take Phil from Blue Island's call as well, is it's not just Kim Fox. Yeah. It's the judges as well. Oh, heck it's yeah. The, it's the judicial system. Yeah. And we, we're hiring these, these George Soros-type puppets yeah. who, who, who do it. Crime will pay for them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, more, the more that we need government in our lives... And that's what that's what's happening. Well, it's just like this junk they just came out with, you know, all the way up from the governor where individuals who are on, on what's this 
We'll get back to it. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, AM 560, the answer. We'll be right back in 30 seconds from now. I love it. (laughs) You listen to the black and right. That's Keith Thornton Jr., the troublemaker himself. I'm John Anthony. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. We'll be right back. They got the iron while I got the steamer. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better to go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose. Making moves. I need some room. Always cold. We're doing a song. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. How you like my bumper music, Keith? You like that bumper I, I, music? I like it. I love it. <laughs> Got a, a very eclectic um, um, bumper music um, list. <laughs> well, you know, my favorite is trap music. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yes. oh, God. so you like yeah. Keith and all those guys. Hey, they can't take the hood well, out of well, me. Well, it's not called trap music anymore. It's called drill music. Drill. Drill. See, drill. Drill. They do drills. That's, that that, that means they're going to kill. Yeah. Look at oh, this. Wow. Chief Keith and all the rest of them, that's called drill music. Why has they got to be Keith, too? <laughs> okay, they call, so they call me Chief Keith at work. Really, Chief? Wow. Yeah, I said, look, don't be getting hey, me caught up with that. We should probably, that's right. We should probably call him Chief Keith. Oh right Lord, you don't have to worry about Chief Keith. He got ran out of Chicago. He's in L.A. now. Yeah, <laughs> living the life of Riley, as, as some would say. Uh, but Villan Troublemaker, thanks so much for joining. Keith, right, thanks no so much for joining me today. Um, all right, Villan, I'm sure this call is for you. Well, I, I think first we got to see what he's talking about. We'll, we'll, we'll see. All right. Phil from Blue Island. Welcome back to Black and Right. Thank you, my brother. Uh, still, still with you. Still with you. I, I haven't left you. I haven't left you. That, brother. Uh, look here. Um, let, me ask, let me ask a question. Are police in support of the NRA? Uh, I'm sure there's some. I know some that are not. I know police officers that are not um, gun advocates. They hate, but they if, hate. If, if you if you wanted to throw out a, a number, maybe fifty percent, seventy five percent for or whatever, I, that, I've, I'm clueless to what that number would be. But well, I, okay. help me understand okay. where My the point line would be is. This. Right, is, is that we're at this point? I mean, especially you know the right to bear arms. We're talking about muskets to AR AR fourteen, fifteen, whatever they're calling them. So we're reaping what we're sowing today in this society because we're allowing. Uh, uh, all these I don't I don't really know how all these people get all these guns. To be honest, with you. Um, they go to the store uh, and they buy holes. Or, <laughs> I, I understand that, but if you have a record, you're not supposed to be able to just go to the store and buy a gun. Yeah. So even with that statement that you just made, we're actually reaping what we're sowing. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let him finish. Let him finish. I'm just going. To, okay. Let him finish. Go uh, ahead, Phil. To allow, to allow, especially all these guns in a in a so-called peaceful. Uh, land like uh, like America is supposed to. So, Phil, Phil, what are you proposing? Do you uh, do you believe that they should repeal the Second Amendment? Do you think people should have the right to bear arms? No, I'm just saying that. No, answer uh, the question first. Be, I think the laws should be uh, um, followed. The laws, if you if you got a a mental issue, if you got a record, you should not be. Hey, able hey to Phil, you do realize? Wait, wait, hold on, that. Phil. I got to stop you now. You do realize. Chicago at one point had one of the stringest, had one of the tightest restrictions on guns, and yet they were still killing people. But yet you come out okay. to into the suburbs, you don't see a lot. Now it happens. Don't get me wrong, it happens. But you're not seeing. So when you're saying that chickens coming home to roost, basically what you're saying, uh, because guns, dude, it's not the it's not gun ownership. Just tell me and tell me one time a gun is a, a gun pulled the trigger for somebody. It has never happened. 
It's the individual behind the gun. And I'm going to jump yeah, in there. That doesn't make Phil? sense to me. He said, he said that doesn't make sense. Is it Phil? Yeah, go ahead. Phil, this yes, is sir. Keith. I hope you're doing well. Happy New Year. Hey, you said several thank words you, that, that correlated with me. You said we're, we're, we're. And, that, and when you say we, we are, that, which is basically what that means, mm-hmm. you're throwing yourself into yes, that sir. category. And you said we're allowing this. So my question is, with you allowing this, you being a part of that statistic, are you voting yes, for these things that's going on? Because we as, we as individuals that are out here, we are the voters. This is the nonsense that is coming out through the laws, which you've brought up that you don't like. We are the ones that's right. voting for this. And you've said that out of your own mouth several times because I listened very closely and it's just dispatching me, right? So my question is, what have you voted for in terms of this, of allowing these individuals, you know, to get these different things? Because we do have laws that allow individuals to do that. So what have you done? There's not, there's not a lot of laws that are proposed that would limit access to guns. Unless what? you're uh, mental. There's not a lot of, you can, uh, if you can tell me the last law that was saying if you're a felon, all these laws are in place. That's why I said earlier that the laws need so, to be So my question to you, really to be- really quick, you brought up in the very yes, beginning sir. of your conversation, you asked, do officers, police officers uh, support the NRA? First of all, that's a mm-hmm. very, very broad question. You can't do this. That's a million officers out there throughout the country. There's yay and nay to both situations, right? Not all officers are Republican, Democrat. We're all different, you know. But then now what you're bringing up is something com- completely different from officers. It's going back to citizens themselves. Themselves, criminals. Your your problem is more, or uh, to the, the the individuals who have mental illnesses. You're stating that they should not have access to guns and criminals. So, which side are you on? Are you saying yay nay to police, or is this a criminal matter? Because we're we're standing with the. I'm pr- saying. Go ahead, sir. No, he, yeah, go ahead. That's the question. What? Where are you at? Because you're all over the place. Forty five seconds, Phil. I'm, I don't think I'm all over the place. I'm just saying, as a society that supports uh, uh, gun ownership. And that allows illegal guns to infiltrate communities where they or get into hands that they shouldn't get into. Uh, and then those, and you're talking about Kim Fox, and this is not a Kim Fox problem. This problem has gone way before Kim Fox. I mean, I ain't gonna but go back no, to that. There's no way to stop. Is there's no law you can create, Phil, to stop that from happening? Anybody? We, we reap what we sow. Thank you, Verlon. Okay, so, so you <laughs> not really. So it's either it's either uh, repeal the Second yeah. Amendment. Right. Or that's what he's saying. That's it. Because you're trying, you're trying to see. I said it so, in the first place. So wait. you just don't believe people should have guns. Right. That's it. Wait, 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 Phil, Phil, real quick, real quick. And I'm gonna hold you on the line because I like this this discussion. Here's what here's what I have to say to you. You talked about the Second Amendment. Don't forget the First Amendment went from Quill to the Internet. Don't forget that. You're listening to Black and White Radio. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I love that song. Um, On AM560, The Answer, I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio with my good friend, the troublemaker himself, Alon Galloway and Keith Thornton Jr. K Dog. That's it. Chief Keith. <laughs> <laughs> pow pow. <laughs> but before the break, we were talking with Colin, um uh, talking with Philip from Blue Island. Um, Philip, and, and and I think sometimes we 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 harp so much on the Second Amendment that we for, we forget the rest of the amendments and you know, and, and I made that comment uh about the First Amendment because 
Um, the Second Amendment is just as important, and if not more important than the First Amendment, because if we lose the Second Amendment, there is no First Amendment. And I think a lot of people know and understand that, and that's why I fight tooth and nail to make to ensure that we will forever have the Second Amendment, because foreign countries fear the fact that America is an armed populace. And if we ever lose that, uh, if we ever lose that, I think, I think America's gone. America's completely lost. That's true. Okay, I don't understand. If we lose it, you know, what's going to happen? Um, how, how, how does the populace protect itself? going to come in. How does the populace protect and, and, itself from the government? How does the, the populace... Uh, um, see, this is... That's, Berline went into this little thing earlier about uh, separating the United States. Uh, you know, I don't know. If Verline wants to go down to Mississippi, he can have it. No, <laughs> <laughs> quickly. But uh, the fact that uh, we all we need to do is follow... Uh, get back into following, like you said, uh, the uh, John, the, the Constitution. Yeah, we need to reconstitute ourselves. Yeah. We need to bring it back into the schools so the kids will learn the Constitution and what our laws are and what are and then what's right and what's wrong. But again, we 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 taking so many things out. Yeah. Of the educational system of, I mean, taking out wood shop, taking out uh, uh, the things that are auto shop, and but all Phil, the things how, that. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do? How are you going to do what you're saying when the kids can't? Hey, Phil, even, I got to let you go. Thanks. For when, when the kids can't even pledge allegiance to the flag. Right. I had to let them go because. Oh, that's, we, that's, we, that's, we, that's uh, fine. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, that's the one basic thing that the ACLU got kicked out of the classroom. Yeah. Pledge allegiance. Let's go back to the phone lines, Neil. I, I like what Neil has to say. Neil, welcome to Black and Right. Welcome. You know. The Second Amendment protects all the other amendments, number one. Yes. And number two, when you ban something, it has just the opposite effect. That's true. You know, it, it just, it, it's, that's just the way it is. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, you know, you, you, know, you take, uh, the, the, you know, you ban the law-abiding citizen from having the guns. Only the bad guys are going to have the guns. That's right. That's right. And, and, and I mean, Period. and, and with, with the way the government is now, dictating and controlling what we're doing and, and 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 they're just usurping the constitution i want to be able to well, be and, armed and, and you know that was and that was the pro premise for, for the second amendment That's right when when you uh when they wrote the constitution yeah. you know it was to protect us yeah from the government yeah hey neil i gotta go i you gotta know? i gotta clear these these phones but thank you so much for calling happy thank new you so much for listening thank happy you, new thank year you. Uh, let's go to Nick from Kenosha. This might be interesting. Nick, you got 30 seconds. Go. Uh, sorry, uh, I was just telling you, uh, have you ever heard of Colin Noir? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Second Amendment. Yeah, that's. I was just saying, you, you should turn Phil on to him. Yeah, I, I, I love him, and I'm, I'm actually trying to get him on the show for this new year. So thanks so much, Nick. Uh, let's go. All right, we're in, the show, in the first hour with Candace. Candace, go. Okay, I, I would like to personally debate Phil on the show. <laughs> Let's do it. Like like, yeah, like Verlon did. But here's what my comment is. 30 seconds. Um, I pay the NRA. The NRA is my lobby, okay? So the NRA is not some separate group. We are paying them to protect our rights. That's right. For our rights. Because who else is going to? Politicians? No. Candace, you're right. Okay. Th- thank you so much. And Candace, we got to go to break. Uh, you listen in the black and right hour one in the books. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back with hour two. We're going to discuss a few things that's happening in the federal government as well. We'll be right back. Black and right radio. Prepare to have your mind opened. 
The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. If you missed that first hour, let me tell you where to go. 560TheAnswer.com. Click on the podcast, John, Black and White Radio with John Anthony. Download if you're, a, if you're an Apple subscriber, you're the best person in the world. If you're a Google Android, shame on you. You need to switch. <laughs> and download the podcast so that you don't have to you know, sit and you can listen to the entirety of the show. Uh, without any commercial breaks, uh, please go do that. Follow me. If you look at Black and Right, if you go on Facebook on Black and Right Radio or TikTok Black and Right Radio, you'll see I have a link tree. You can follow all of my platforms there. Download them. Subscribe to all of the platforms uh, because I'm telling you 2022 is going to be the year where Black and Right Radio um, is going to unleash and, and be so impactful and truthful in how we deal with where we find ourselves uh, as far as losing our nation. Uh, with that said, uh, give us a call, 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. I'm so happy to have my good friend, my pal, my buddy. Red. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll probably never wear that suit again, Red. but... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry, DJ Pete. I'm so sorry. So sorry for ruining this song for you. That that song is in, played in honor of my buddy Verlon, the troublemaker Galloway. The, the reason why I think we should talk about why though, right? Verlon, what ahead, happened? About. Okay, so you had a red velvet suede jacket with with red velvet suede shoes. Suede shoes. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, he, he was at the uh, Freedom Summit. He had that on at the Freedom Summit. Oh, yeah, that's oh. when that's yeah. when it took okay. off. <laughs> so well, who was it? Who somebody called in and set and called you red velvet? Who oh. was it? I forget who it was. Oh God! You know what? Ooh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Exactly well, while you think about that, uh, <laughs> I'm also happy to have uh, K Dog himself, Keith Thornton Jr. Uh, if you guys don't remember who Keith Thornton Jr. was, uh, when Chicago had that shooting, Officer Ella French and Officer Yanez, Officer um, French lost her life. I- I'm glad I know how I know their names because you know <laughs> we had a mayor and a, and a superintendent who couldn't even enunciate. That's that's one thing you don't do. Yeah. When you're going out, yeah. when an officer has died mm-hmm. or, and, or something has happened to your officers. Uh, Keith Thornton Jr., thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, it's a pleasure. You having fun? I'm having a great time. That's so good. And you just riled me up by mentioning that name. Oh. <laughs> because the mayor, we, you know, we lost, and God bless his soul, uh, firefighter EMT of the Chicago Fire Department, Mashawn Plummer. We lost him the last several weeks uh, at the Deadly Fire. He went in a true hero, black man from Inglewood, working the northwest side of Chicago, Belmont Cragen, 2 o'clock in the morning. Went in, did his job, lost his life. They pulled out several victims. One, unfortunately, was deceased. God rest his soul. Mm. But they got other uh, individuals who are currently in the hospital, and hopefully they make a great recovery. But she never even showed up to the scene. Yeah. Never tended to any of the family to help them out. And um, just horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, see... I, I listen. People say all you all you think all you care about is Republicans conservatives. No, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the New York mayor, uh, Mayor Mayor Adams. 
I just followed his Twitter feed. He basically told them, we're not shutting down New York. Right. <laughs> we're not going to be shutting down these schools and kids. And he's a former police officer as well. So, he, I mean, police officers think differently. We, you know, we, we, we see things, we see problems, and we, we attack it from a, from a solution. How do, we, how do we get to the bottom of this? How do we fix what the problem is? And that's why I think police officers make great leaders, and, and especially, not all of them, don't get me wrong, especially when, it, I mean, you know, in, 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 in state government, you know, because they get it, they feel it, they've been there, they understand. They understand how the laws that are passed affect people, their job, and affect the, the community at wide. And that's why right. they're able to see the minutia, and, and, and I was almost said something else, um, but they're able to push through that all, and they're able to say, no, your policies are not working. Yeah. I know because I'm living through it. I seen him being interviewed by uh, George Stephanopoulos. Yeah, he's going to be good on crime. That's number one. Uh, he's going to be good as far as not locking down New York. So that's going to be good for business. But uh, he's very wishy-washy. Matter of fact, no, he's not wishy-washy. He's, he said that he's going to go along with the mass mandates and probably and the and uh, the mandates of the vaccine. So that's a problem. Of, out of three, out of yeah. three, he fails on the big one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Crime is a big one, too. Yeah. Crime is well, a big crime one. Is and, a, and, and business is a big one. So out of the big three, he yeah. fails on one. Yeah. Well, you got to hit crime first because you have no businesses. You have nothing else. Right. People's taxes are going up. I mean, yeah. Excuse me. Well, it's going up, but property taxes are going down, you know, where they live at. It's out of control. That's only in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, New York is probably, high. pretty high. Well, I'm, so what I'm saying, New York, Chicago, wherever property, which we're talking about crime. Oh, right, right. right. So if you, if you don't fight and tackle crime yeah. i mean it, it affects so much so many so many other yeah. areas of, of of government because they now have to find a way to fix all the issues that crime has caused yeah you know uh, but you know listen i have been listening to governor ron DeSantis. i don't care who you are and if you're running for governor you're running for office no matter where, what state you reside in, because I have people that listen in in all 50 states here. Actually, 62 people, 62 countries have listened to this show. I'm going to tell you this. If you do not sound like Ron DeSantis, if you are not succinct, if you are not concrete, if you are not crystal clear in where you stand, I will not vote for you. I will not push for you. Because if, if, if we need more people who have leadership, who understand what leadership is, who understand how their decisions affect so many people, and who also has an opening ear to even listen, listen, listening. He also listens to his detractors, people who disagree with him. Yeah. But if, if you don't sound like this across America and you're running for office, you're dead to me. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. We are not letting anybody impose restrictions or mandates on the people of Florida. That is totally off the table. That is not going to stand. You can make decisions for yourself and your family that you see fit to impose social distancing mandates with a variant that is airborne. Go read the MIT study that they did in 2020, which says if you have an aerosolized airborne pathogen, three, six feet, it's, it's obsolete. If you're in an area with, with something, it's going to be in the air. That's just the reality with Omicron. It is way, way. There's no ambiguity in his oh. statement. Oh. Yeah. Right? Am I right? He, Straight to the point. He's great. Straight to the point. To the point. This is what we're doing. Yeah. 
Now, you know, and, and we're not falling back. We're not going to allow you to shame us and in, 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 in based upon, because Florida has per capita one of the largest senior citizen populations across America. Yeah. And they're not dying. He took care of them first. Which is what every state should have done. Well, what, I, what I really liked that he stated and pointed out was the fact that you can choose to do what you want. If you feel that you need to wear a mask and you need to be socially distanced with your family, go for it. And that's exactly what needs to take place uh, um, across the board in, in all types of different situations. You know, and it goes once again back to family and parenting. That's do right. what you have to do. That's right. Yeah. But and, you can't impose things on a whole entire, you know, yeah. it, it just ramble well, people. Keith, on this show, Vlad and I, we, we've, we, if that's what you want to do, if you want to go and get... You can get 17,000 shots if you want. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. That's your right. That's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. Just don't come after me. Yeah. Because I don't want to get it. I've had it. I've had it twice. So I have, you know, this thing called antibodies, this thing, you know, I, I if I get it again, um, you know, it was the first time was worse. Second time all I lost was my taste and smell, Keith. That was it. <laughs> But 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 he continues way more contagious. Now, it's it's much less pathogenic than Delta. There's no question about that, too. Uh, But the notion that we would be imposing any type of mandates or restrictions on people is insane. I cannot believe they're closing schools in these other states. I mean, have we learned nothing throughout this whole time? They're they're sacrificing these poor and most of them are poor and low income kids that are bearing the brunt of this. Is he lying? No, no, he's not lying. And unfortunately, in urban areas, it's doing nothing but hurting, you know, the the actual children, because I could tell you right now, um, (laughs) you pick up the police scanner and listen to it in the city of Chicago. A lot of these children now who are stuck at home, um, their parents, most of them are not there. A lot of them in some areas aren't there. So you have a six year old as the oldest taking care of the the two year old, the three year old and the set of twins. Right. A generation of kids have just lost out. You'll never get that back. They've lost 150,000 CPS kids. Yeah. Well, you know, the money that they pour into the schools, I think like 27,000, probably more per child, then that should be going to these individuals to yeah. take care of their children as well. And, and I told you about a stat. Since the start of the pandemic, we had 145 homicide victims. My buddy Mark Vargas posted this. Who were school-age children and only seven people who died from COVID. 145 homicide victims, seven that died from COVID. Tell me our priorities are not screwed up. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The Answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I love when uh, Hoff Daddy's not here. I'm able to sing some of my, although I can't sing. I'm able to hum at least <laughs> some, some of the bump of music. You know when your humming's bad, you you. You know you're bad. Wait, wait, especially when you don't use words and you just, you hear yourself. Right. It's like, no, 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 cut it out. Uh, thanks so much, DJP. But I'm so happy to have my buddy. I'm not going to play this song, all right? Well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe maybe at the end of the show I'll play. I'll, or I'll just sneak it in while you're talking. Uh, the troublemaker himself, Rilan Galloway. Thanks for joining me, man. No problem. Anytime. And K-Dog, Keith Thornton, Keith, Chief Keith, Keith Thornton Jr. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, the guy who saved who saved a life, and I'm I'm sure you're forever. You're you're, you're somebody who um, 
Officer Giannis will forever um, be thankful for. I appreciate that. You know? And, uh, you know, I was the voice on the radio that night, you know, and that's a done deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got to move forward. But I, one thing I promised to this city is, you know, I'm going to be a voice for them as well now. Yeah. You know, people have to start stepping up in the community. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you said that. Because yeah. there's, there's been something on my mind to ask you for like a, an hour. Let's go. What gave you the need to speak up against this mayor and wait, wait, wait. You see, you, you, you see, you always do that to me. What? I, I, what we think alike? You always do that to we me. We think alike. Okay. I, I, okay. I, so, okay. Because not everybody knows. I mean, not everybody. At least some of the people that listen to my show, they don't know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, okay. I actually have some audio that was going to save. Wait, that for what? The third what are you guys talking about? I was going to save that for the third uh, hour. Man. Just we, we, we basically had a whole saying, thing for you with extra. Well, wait, wait. Else. I guess they better wait till the third yeah, hour. Yeah, let's wait until okay. the third hour. Right. I want to. I want to save that for the third hour <laughs> right, because right. I really think that's going to be. Some, don't forget that question. That's going to be some good radio. You always do that to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I know that's okay. good. Stay in the dark. Stay in the dark about that. But you know. Uh, I want to I want to really quickly play uh, an, another aspect of that DeSantis uh, audio clip because um, I think this is this is such a true statement that he makes about you having all these people who are in these uh, blue states who are locking down who are you know preaching to everybody to to lock down to do this to six feet distance to get the jab to get all the seventeen thousand booster shots and. I, 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 when he said this, man, I jumped, I literally jumped up and clapped. I was like, yeah, the, come on. Where, where is this across the nation? We need more of Ron DeSantis's sis, 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 who makes statements like this. If I had a dollar for every lockdown politician who decided to escape to Florida over the last two years, I'd be a pretty doggone wealthy man, let me tell you. I mean, Congress people, mayors, governors, I mean, you name it. And um, it's interesting, though, the reception that, you know, that, that some of these folks will get in Florida, because I think a lot of Floridians say, wait a minute, you're bashing us because we're not doing your draconian policies. And yet we're the first place you want to flee to uh, to basically to be able to 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 enjoy life. And so I'm not surprised to see that continue to happen. Um, I could tell you, I mean, um, you know, there are probably about a half dozen governors who had restrictions on their people. And then we're spotted at various points in Florida. Some of it's been public. Some of it's not been public. But, you know, people tell me these things. And so uh, these things are spotted. And so that's just the reality that we're. I mean, the hypocrisy. The hypocrites. Yeah. How many times have we've called them out for the last past two years and it still falls on deaf ears? It falls on deaf ears. Oh, they're still good leaders. Oh, they're they're concerned about us. No, they're not. This, This is he said in the earlier clip. This is all about politics, guys. Yeah. Please wake up and understand. You know, I, I, you know, Lori Lightfoot and all these people are talking. We'll talk more about it in the third hour, but they're all talking about, you know, the, the hospital shortage. Yeah, but why is there? I know nurses. They're saying that most of these nurses that have been fired because they don't want to get the jab and, and they don't have, they don't have, the beds are there. The beds are there. Yeah. But the nurses aren't there. The staff isn't there. You, you preach it to the choir, man. You, well, you would know. <laughs> You're getting rid of all these people that can actually help save these lives. Mm-hmm. But then you want to go out there and say, oh, it's because of the unvaccinated. Yeah. It's between ending their careers because they won't take a shot yeah. or scaring them into quitting their jobs and taking the welfare. Not scaring. Let's just say threatening as it is. Well, no, no. They, 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 there's yeah. a fear campaign oh, on yeah. TV. Yeah. How they pump up these the the, the variants, yeah. and they're not as deadly as the first. They're trying to make it, yeah. 
as deadly as the first, and it's not. It's, it's, it's even less than a cold. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people they sent home? So a throat, Marco Rubio said. It's not even that. They sent, within two weeks, they sent 20 people home uh, from my job, right? Mm. They all FaceTiming the people that are still at work talking about, Girl, I'm about to go turn up at the at the club. I don't, I don't yeah. feel nothing. There's nothing wrong right. with me. Right. And they about to go. So what do you think that's going to do? That's going to go spread some more. Yeah. Because the people know it's it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. So I'm, you preach to the choir. Yeah. I, I'm seeing it in real time. Oh, yeah. They're not sick. You're not getting sick. You're not in threat of dying. And meanwhile, while you're you're making these individuals go home, there's still uh, 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 several you know people within hospitals that need the care. And now you're overloading the workers who right. are there. You know, who now have to get mandated. To to ma- you get mandated to stay double shifts and everything else and, and everything else. That's going on, and it's ridiculous. I told him I wasn't doing it today. I'm going on the radio from the talk, but I'm coming in tonight, but I'm not working the double right. today. <laughs> but guess what's going to happen to me when I work, when I come in double. tonight? It's me and another longtime worker. His name, I'm not going to say his name. We have 100 residents to take care of. Oh, we, have, wow. we have to take care of 50 apiece. Oh, God. Wow. 50. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And now, since they since the COVID is back, it's not serious, but still, we locked down two wings. We yeah. only have three. Two wings have COVID. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Miss me with the political crap. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and it's a money grab. It's it it it, it, it you the federal government provides more money. Yeah. As long as they continue these lockdown measures, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop testing. I'm sorry. Stop the frick, uh, the, the yeah. testing. And my Stop. thing is, is, and since you're making police, fire, nurses, doctors, everyone come in in this this big hazard, are they paying you hazard pay? That's no, it's up to them. They they give us bonuses a lot. Oh, okay. But but you know what? If it was left up to me and the guy that's working tonight, they'll never give us a bonus because we don't complain. It's the <laughs> women that still work there, the ones that do. Oh, they complain, mm-hmm. and that's when they hand everybody bonuses. So I follow the women's lead. Yeah, yeah. they have me bonuses because well, you of them. better, you yeah. better follow the lead. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Jim, also a sponsor of this show. Thanks so much for con- your continued um, help and sponsorship, Jim. What's going on, buddy? It's always it's always a pleasure. I just sent you guys both your cell numbers. A, I got uh, it. A, okay. Well, I'll read it on the air here. I'm putting. I'm sending faxes to restaurants and businesses that don't want to have people come in without. Uh, Proof of the jab. It says for all the businesses who are planning to make customers show proof of the jab to enter your business, start buying your banners now. Going out of business. <laughs> Mandates have never kept you in business. Customers did and do. And also, well, I have a new assistant of mine, a dental assistant. She was working in another place uh, in back around August or September. They made her take the jab. And she has not had her menstrual cycle since. Oh, wow. They have been talking about that. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Mike changed, Elder the, spoke the about jab, that yesterday. The jab is taking uh, women's men, menstrual cycles and flipping it around. Take they what? Men, <laughs> menstrual. Menstrual. Men, menstrual. Jesus. Minister, damn, I butchering it. Boy, well, you straight hoods. <laughs> oh, Lord. What, what, what? How do you say it? It's that Packers in Minstrel? you. Menstrual? Menstrual? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 hey, listen, the, I am from the hood. So yeah, I, hey, hold on. Wait, hold on. What do you say, Jim? I was going to say, I'm going to send you guys a link. There's a guy a guy from Australia that uh, did a nice, it's about a 40-minute video. It's called The End Game. Okay. So I'll send it's very, very insightful. It's got a lot of good info, and it correlates very well what's going on. All right. Thank you so much, man. I really All right, guys. All right. Be good. Bye. Hey, man, you know that's how your family say it. No. no. <laughs> you know that's how that's you say like, it. No. How do you say street? Huh? No, I don't say no. No, that's too. That's too messed up. That's right. southern. Street, street, down, street. down, down yonder. I am. I am never going to stop saying Illinois. Yeah. Now, now I'm not going to lie. I I have a I have a problem with saying the word. 
Stop it. <laughs> ask. <laughs> I I say act sometimes. So you yeah, know, when I, yeah, Chicago, okay. from Chicago, I, I, man. Say, I say ass. I don't I don't say ask. What? You say that because you I want say ass. <laughs> hey, stop it. Ask. I asked him. See, see that? You see that? We can do we can do that. We can teach some people some ebonics oh, out there. I hate Lord. you. I hate you for lying. I hate I hate you for lying. You know what, Vilar, for that? Red. Red. But he know you deserve that one. If he was hanging out with his boy, that's how they would speak. You deserve that one. You deserve that one right there. You only talk like that at work, ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I do. I, you know, I, I, I've had a few head injuries, man. <laughs> Seriously, man. I mean, I, I, I got pistol whipped here. Yeah, you hit told with me. a bat here, a crowbar here. Yeah. When I was a little young kid, you know, so mm. it's affected me in some, you know. Uh, areas, you know, I'm, some people will say, "Yeah, they agree with that." <laughs> but you know, I want to talk about this Supreme Court ju- Chief Justice John Roberts and what he had to say about this workaround uh, when we come back. You're listening to Black and Right on AM Five Sixty Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. And now more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM Five Sixty. The Answer. Just switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. This that different latitude. Welcome back. Too short, I love you, man. I love Kanye West. Man. Uh, you listen to the Black and White Radio Show on AM five sixty. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio, uh, or I should say, uh, streaming live. Oh, uh, Villan, the Troublemaker Galloway, and Keith Thornton, K Dog, Chief Keith Thornton. Uh, you guys having fun? All the time. All yeah, the time. That's it. That's great. So <laughs> if if you've been following this show, and Valon, you and I have had this discussion many a times. Um, I, I, I was watching. I looked over at um, Thomas DeVore's attorney at law, the one that sued J.B. Pritzker with um, um, state senator, at the time state rep, I believe, Darren Bailey. Um, he put up a, a little blurb on his um, social media, and it, 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 it made me mad because – it's something that I've been saying from day one, from the very first, since this whole pandemic started. Uh, and it was a it was a comment. It was something that was, I don't know which, which publication he got it from, uh, but it said something. This is what Chief Justice John Roberts said. He said, the states and Congress, rather than a federal agency, were better suited to address the pandemic in the nation's workplaces. This is something that the federal government has never I use that N-word, never, not that N-word, uh, <laughs> never done before, he said, adding that the administration's several virus-related mandates were a workaround in response to congressional inaction. And I want to read what, what Tom DeVore said because it's, it's equally important from a local state perspective. He said what the United States Supreme Court of Chief Justice, Rob, John, Justice Roberts is saying is, that the president, through his administrative agency, is trying to create a workaround because Congress won't act. We are making a similar argument here in our state that Governor Pritzker is trying to do things never done to get our legis- never done to get around our legislature's paralysis. Sorry, that's not that's not how it's supposed to work. Where's the lie? No, he's he's telling the truth. 
You know, they have what's the last thing Congress acted on? Think of right. one thing they've acted on in years. Well, money. <laughs> oh man, the resolutions and all that type of stuff. That's not that's nothing. But I'm talking about a real law about a real subject. Yeah. A issue, rather. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I I don't know. See? So he's telling the truth. Thomas is right. And until 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 the people wake up and realize what Chief Justice John Roberts is saying, you said he vacillated. You said he he was going back and forth as you were listening to him yeah. about other things. Yeah. Um, I still think that's a that's a powerful statement, and I hope that the six justices that are on there will strike down anything that the federal government has done through an unelected bureaucrat bureaucratic agency. Um, I, I've said time and time again, recommendations are not laws. Mandates, uh, proclamations are not laws. Proclamations are supposed to have a time limit. We are on uh, how many proclamations that this this governor has put through without any legislative input? How many? I, I, I'm, I, I'm oh, asking. I can't. I, I, I didn't keep track. I, I, I know there's a website where we can find where, and then we'll we'll look up look it up during the break. But dude, I'm sorry. When does it end? Doesn't. It, it, Rahm Emanuel said, never let a crisis go to waste. And they're going to use it as long as they can through 22. And not me saying hopefully, but on their behalf, hopefully through 24. They're going to try their best to use this to keep the people down, to run roughshod over this state, at least this state and yeah. government, period. Well, I think, I, think, I think it's a national plan for them. Yeah. I think they saw how, how great 2020, 2020 worked. Yeah. And I think 2022, 2024, except where those states, they did go after and, and try to do something with election integrity. Um, but I think when you look at, you know, places like Illinois, New York, California, places where it's deep blue, um, they're going to lead the way on how to cheat. In my opinion, how can you have hope for this state knowing what you know? You hear what I just what said? You just said. Because I because because I I believe in people. I didn't I don't believe in the government institutions. I believe in the people. I believe I believe I believe so much, and uh, and the people the, the the greatest commodity in any state is its people. And if if we're able to wake up enough people, we can change the trajectory of the state. I I don't care how far we've fallen. I don't care how far we fall. I believe that with every fiber in me. Uh, and I'll tell you, the, and one of the reasons that gives me hope was when I ran. I ran in a 95% white district. I wasn't supposed to win that district. What because, makes you think you weren't supposed to win that district? Because I'm black. So what? No, I'm telling you. That's, that's, what, the, uh, that's what people were saying. That, you know, because, because of the area. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, South I-80, bro. South I eighty, bro. Now I ain't talking about Chicago, Gary, and places you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Morris, you know, um, uh, Wilmington, Illinois, places where there's been known to be a lot of racial animosity. And I won, handedly, resoundingly. You know why? Why? Because of the people. Because I gave the people a message that reverberated with them. You listening to Black and White Radio? We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. 
Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and K-Dog Chief Keith. <laughs> Keith Thornton Jr. You guys okay? Oh, great. All the time. You know, um, I always try to be very eclectic with my show. You know, talk about a lot of different things. Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm tired of talking about COVID. Oh, but, thank God. But, but no, Erlon, here's the reason why you have to keep drilling. People forget. People are sheep. Yeah, yeah. People really are sheep. And you have to make sure that you keep it bef- before them. What's happening to their lives. How they're, 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 they're right now. You remember when, I think he was candidate then, or maybe he was President Barack Obama, when he said he wanted to fundamentally, fundamentally transform America. Yeah. Look throughout America. What's happening? What's happening? Have we been fundamentally transformed? Half his goal has been achieved. Yes. And most of it without him even in office. So, wait a minute. So that does that put him in the category of one of the most transformational presidents in history, like Lyndon Johnson? Yeah. Right, even, wrong, or indifferent. If you, believe, if, you, if, if you like him, you dislike him, yeah. Even though he didn't get a lot passed. I well, mean, a lot of stuff that he wanted passed, the progressive wanted passed, it only met like maybe halfway with what they want. You're missing the point. He changed the perception of things. We live. We, you got to understand. You got to look at this thing from a, from from the total from the totality of everything that's happened and how they've how they've indoctrinated our kids through the Department of Education and how they we've arrived at a perfect point where everything that they've been telling us we have to think how we have we have to think how we have to you know believe what we have to believe. It has now come into full fruition today. And so that's why you, 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 these kids believe certain things and, and, and you can't have. Remember, there used to be this thing called tolerance. Mm-hmm. There's no tolerance in it. Here's the tolerance. You gotta, I'm only tolerant of you if you believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you disagree with me, we're done. Where am I wrong? No, you're right. right. Yeah. So I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan, to your point, against your point. <laughs> I'm not a fan of talking to people that agree with me. Right, and you said you made that that yeah, statement earlier. Absolutely, you gotta, you gotta. We are because of each other. I believe right. in that, and you know we're all different. And some people, yesterday, someone said on one of my comments on one of my feeds, um, I put up a, a a fist, and it it was white, black. It had all shades on. I there. saw that. And someone made the comment and said, you know, I just see the fist. I don't see the color. And I said, well, that's a problem. Because it's okay to see the colors and the, the different variations and the differences of who we are. We need to learn how to embrace one yeah. another and, and, and listen to each other and not be so narrow-minded. Yeah. And that's only when we're going to have effective and efficient change. Well, you don't agree that we've come so far into our politics where as though that shade of gray that used to be as equal as the other two, mm-hmm. the black and the white or whatever color you want it to be, that shade of gray is like. A smidget now. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just red versus blue. The, yeah. w- w- so how are you? G- yeah. You're just talking at somebody. We're we're on the precipice of war. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but it, that's like the only other alternative now. With everybody so you know so so buried into their positions. Mm-hmm. So so how is what you're saying you know true? How would it come into fruition? The people. Yeah. 
You're going to keep on going back to the people. The yeah, people man, chain of are right are like this, are like fists at each other. Yeah. yeah they, those are the people. Yeah. You know? So, so, so it's but not you have gonna, to go in there and change the dialogue. You have to, you have to introduce something new into the, into the, it's almost like the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. I really feel like we're in the Matrix right now. Yeah. I really do. And you have to introduce something, something new, something more knowledgeable to the people, something that they've never heard before, even if they disagree with it. Because the only way, you know what? I'm still a Democrat. If I didn't have this white man Republican come to me and introduce something different than what I was seeing in my community and what I was hearing from people who were above me and people who influenced me in my politics. But he, but he offered me a different perspective, a different perception of what it's like to live and, and not to be beholden by just the government that changed my whole, it, it changed everything about me. I'm glad when I was 15, I listened to Rush Limbaugh, so I never had that problem. Oh, you know what? I was, oh, Republican. Thank- I was Republican at 15. Thank God. When I was 18. Yeah, I heard a great man speak when I was 15. Yeah, and I love I and love It wasn't God my Rush community. Lord. God rest his peace. God, God rest his soul. You know, and, and that's one of the people who helped me, you know, as after having this conversation with this gentleman. And I'll tell you who it is. Who? Kevin McCullough. He used to be oh, on oh. AM 560 The Answer. Okay. I met him one day. I was out and about, and he... he we just started talking, and he knew that. I guess there was something different about how I was saying certain things, because I've always said the Democrat Party. I didn't leave it; it left me. Mm-hmm. It it told me to go sit. It told me to go sit in the corner, and shut up, and don't challenge what they believe and how they think. And I'm sure Keith, you're getting that right now, because although your message may not be a political message, it's a message of hope, redemption, of bringing people, giving something, giving people that something different, yeah. right? Totally. You know, I go back to uh, the late and great Mayor Harold Washington mm-hmm. in Chicago. This was an African-American male, uh, very first and only that ran in the city of Chicago and won. Yeah. And I, he didn't just win an election. He went over to people. Yeah. And I mean, it was black, white, Hispanic, Asians. Everyone that was here, they loved the guy. Yeah. Because even though he was Democrat, he spoke and he took care of everyone. Yes, he did. We need more of that. And, and and I think we have some of those people that are out there. We just got to give them voice like Keith Thornton Jr. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Keith <laughs> for Chicago. I, I, I was about to say something. <laughs> Keith mm-hmm. for Chicago. We're talking more about that in the third hour. Oh, though. boy. <laughs> hey, you listen to the Black and White Radio on AM 560. I'm your host, John Anthony. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind welcome back to black and right radio i'm your host john anthony live in the studio with the troublemaker look he, he you thought i was getting ready to play it no, troublemaker no, no. himself uh-uh. galloway and k-dog chief keith uh keith thornton jr uh, I want to end this this the second hour. If you guys just joining, I've been on since twelve. Twelve. Is, I have uh, the show today is twelve to three. Uh, first hour was live on radio. The, the last two hours have been streaming on all of the platforms. So go to Black and White Radio, uh, and that's Valon's phone with all his notifications going off. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't want to tell me to cut it back on. <laughs> but but, uh, but um, I want to I wanted to end this 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 this. Um, 
this second hour because we, we were talking about division and things of that nature. And I think, I think one of the chief um, persons or, 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 or elected officials that has led a lot of this uh, division in our country uh, is none other than the Speaker of uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I'm going to play a real quick, short, 10-second clip um, that she, 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 she doesn't believe so. I want you to hear what she has to say, and then I want us to discuss this. I have absolutely no uh, sense of responsibility for divisions in our country. Some of the differences of opinion we have in our country are what our founders had in mind. Our founders did not have in mind that she would do two impeachments. Um, this this fake. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how you feel about this, January. Could you turn it off, brother? Yeah, you one told me turn <laughs> <I know>. it off. <laughs> told you. But 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 this this um, this fake phony January six committee. Um, I, again, it, it, we we talk about insurrection. That wasn't an insurrection. Stop it, people. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'll say it again, again and again and again. Repetition works. Afghanistan. What happened there? You want to know what an insurrection is? That's an insurrection where armed forces come in and take over a country. That didn't happen on January 6th. You know when it did happen? The summer of 2020, when you had armed and unarmed and people going in, setting up their own kingdoms in cities across America, tearing down, setting police departments on fire, setting churches on fire, throwing bottles at Chicago police cops with, with was it frozen Frozen water bottles, frozen and Five. frozen pee-pee. Yeah, you're right. the other word. But, and let me let me put this out there. This is the definition of insurrection for people who don't know: a violent uprising against an authority or government. Mm. Five hundred and seventy-five of those insurrections or riots, whatever you want to call them, across America in 2020. Yeah. five hundred and seventy-five. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that that what those uh, these are people literally burning down a police department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does that tell you? Uh, um, setting fire to a church, uh, killing people, uh, Chaz. You forget Chaz. about what happened in Chaz oh, in yeah. Seattle? The, the nation of Chaz. Did people forget that? No, yeah, they forgot about it. But let me tell you, Donald Trump had the National Guard teed up. Yeah. This is something else people, what, what, they don't to want to talk about. Where, though? What, what, what do you mean by that? Explain that. Uh, before before the, the, riots, the riots happened. On January 6th. On January 6th. He said, hey, I got them ready for you. Nancy Pelosi called it off. Why isn't she being questioned in this uh what this committee? This, Why isn't she being this farce questioned? of a committee? Yeah, this farce of a committee. Why isn't she being you know hauled before the people to be asked questions? Mm-hmm. It, well, you know the answer. Yeah, it's hers. It's her committee. Yeah. <laughs> if it was me though, I'm I'm doing exactly what Mark Meadows is doing. Former chief of staff, former congressman. I'm telling her, go where the sun don't shine. Yeah, you know, and I. I, there's no way I'm taking part of this 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 fake Roger Stone. I was I was with Mark Vargas when we were doing Sean Thompson's show. He said Roger Stone d- did go and, and get interviewed. Um, but 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 if we allow, if we we stop his president presidential privilege and all that, if we stop that with the President Trump, remember the Democrats always start something. Yeah, and the Republicans finish most of the time, not all the time. Just look at the turtle himself, Mitch McConnell. You know, some things he he pulls back from. But, hey, you listen to the Black and White Radio. Hour 3 coming up. Hour 3, I love that. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. 
This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Black and White Radio, hour number three. Oh, that sounds so good. Give me the... Feel. Like Mufasa. Ooh. I always wanted, I always wanted <laughs> to know how it felt. Well, we're doing it now. Because <laughs> K-Dog got a house. That's right. <laughs> Joined in studio by my friend, the troublemaker himself, and just all around... Red. All right. That's all right. That's all right. Red. Next year I'm going to wear blue. <laughs> Verlon Galloway and K-Dog, Chief Keef himself. I do, it does sound like I'm saying Chief Keef. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Keith Thornton Jr. That's it. Uh, how's the first two hours been for you, Keith? Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I got a question for you. Uh-oh, there it oh, is. I'm ready, baby. I want you to run with it. Shots. I, you know, on the radio, I Wait, say that. Run with it. Can, run I, with can it. I play the audio first? And then yes. You want to play it? <laughs> yeah. You listen to the audio. Or do you want to ask the question first? And then play the audio. I, I think say, we should play the audio. Play the audio. So people can know what you're talking what about. What I'm talking about. Right? Uh, and this was an interview with Inside Edition. Um, you probably thought it was a hit piece, but I thought you did really well. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the listeners decide. Here we go. Keith Thornton on Inside Edition. A Chicago 911 dispatcher is stirring up controversy, slamming Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I pray you're watching this because you're a disgrace. And I'm tired of it. Just months ago, dispatcher Keith Thornton was lauded for his precise coordination in the Chicago police shooting that killed Officer Ella French and wounded her partner. Stay off my air. Stay off my air. Everybody stay off the air. I got an officer down. 6-3 in bail. Start rolling. But today, he's making headlines for this 28-minute-long Facebook post against Mayor Lightfoot. Go respond to a call and get shot. The dispatcher, who's a former Los Angeles cop, blames the rise in violence in Chicago on Lightfoot for police staffing shortages. Theft is up in Chicago and the surrounding areas. And in Chicago, there have been more than 794 murders this year, which is a 61% increase since 2019. Is this the right way to voice your displeasure? I tell you what, you know, you're going to have different uh, criticism coming from everywhere. You got good, you got bad. You can take one situation and have a million people see it in a good way and a million other people see it in a bad way. A lot of these problems with the police force are because they refuse to get vaccinated and they are out with COVID. This doesn't have anything to do with your mayor. This is a problem of the mayor because there should be no mandate. Many officers are actually vaccinated, but they do not want to report and let their job know um, that they are vaccinated because they, it's, it's, their, it's their right, medical. My question to you is, what made you feel the need, and I did say need, to call out this mayor and this body of government that we have in Chicago and Illinois? Because I can allow my city to continue to burn. I can, I can allow it to continue to do that. And I can stay on the sidelines like many people have done and like we're currently doing and just let all hell continue to break loose. Or I can take a stand and I could get burned for it. People like me, don't like me, I don't care. But the fact of the matter is, 
you make city workers live within the city. And that makes me a resident of the city to speak up as a citizen. And when you are ending a year out with 800 plus murders all across the boards, young to old, I'm tired of it. And the job that I do protecting not only police officers, but citizens of getting them help there. To me, we are the ones who have to take a stand and speak the truth to people so that change can take effect. So that's why I said it, because it's truth. No follow-up with that? No. Wait, you don't? No, I don't. I, I don't have that, a follow-up? The truth is the truth. It's, he couldn't put it any yeah, better and, than that. And, and I think looking at the grand scheme of all of this, um, nobody was saying what you said. Um, from within Chicago. I mean, you had a few. I, 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 let me take that back. You had Alderman Ray Lopez. Yes. Uh, Alderman Napolitano. Um, it was a... It was a um, What's her name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the the female. Oh, she's going to kick my butt. Legislator, former legislator. Um, now she's an older woman. Uh, uh, Tabares. Tabares. Yes. Savannah. Uh, Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful person. Yeah. I served with her in Springfield. Yeah. I'm telling you, one, one of the most amazing people. Yes. Uh, not not a partisan. Yeah. I, I'll never forget. We used to have great conversations, especially with police. She you talk about somebody who who really supports CPD, and yeah. she doesn't have to. Yeah, she gets it. She gets it. She gets it, and she doesn't have to support him, and yet she does. Yeah, and I think when you look at all of that, I think I think it was it was something that needed to be said, uh, because personally, I've, I I kind of sort of almost feel sorry for for Lori Lightfoot. because she came in. And, you know, I always tell people that are running for office, and he, oh look at her, he's shaking his head over there. Uh, I, I feel sorry because people who are running for office, they make all these grandiose, you know, these big things that this is what I'm going to do, but don't realize when it comes to the actual governance of, of governing, I yeah. should say, yeah. uh, they're two worlds apart Yeah, because, because the, the situation that's actually on the ground and the people that you have to go and deal with, unless you come with all of your people mm-hmm. as all the women and men, if you have like your team of people that you can get stuff through and done, um, coming up with all the same, this is what I'm going to do. It, it doesn't work. Well, then don't make it personal. What do you mean by that? She made it personal with Eddie Johnson. She his, his love life has nothing to do with the, his job performance. He brought the murders down from six, whatever it was, like six thirty when it was uh, the other guy, uh, McCarthy. Well, he brought it down to under five, like four ninety, and it was only going down. He was, he well, was they doing, were doing their job. Though. He was doing his job. That man knew Chicago. This guy we boom, have now does boom, not. Boom, boom, boom. You said he knew Chicago. Right. That was a police chief who, who worked his way up through Chicago. Right. And he knows this city. Right. And I'm not saying I was a complete supporter of him. Right. But when you bring someone from Texas or some of these right. other states, you know nothing about it. When I went to Los Angeles, I had to get out there and learn. I'm not just going to jump into something that I didn't know and become this and become that. I had to learn those streets. But that's something that I could never do because I wasn't from Los Angeles. Right. We need people in Chicago to be in the key positions within Chicago. There's so many great people on the department who can promote and, and, and do great things. But everyone, including the mayor herself, is not from here. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. Where's she from? I don't care, but it ain't Chicago. <laughs> she said she was from the West Side, as far as I know. Uh, no, she ain't from the West Side. I'm K Dog from the West Side. Oh, oh, okay, oh, she's oh, key, oh, baby. Oh, oh, okay, oh, back oh, it up. All oh, right. Oh, 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 you better, you better watch yourself. <laughs> you know, here, here's been my problem with Lori Life, Mayor Lori Life. I'm honored the position. 
Here's been my problem with her. The way she's treated CPD by not taking the detail, bringing in her own detail, because I don't know, um, but also having them protect her house. Um, but the way she's treated, the difference between how she's treated CPD and CTU, that has really made me very upset. And the Chicago Fire Department. And the Chicago Fire And the OEMC, Office of Emergency Management, yeah. and the streets and sand workers, yeah. and the citizens in Chicago. Yeah. It's not just the police. Yeah. All across but, but, the board. But, but theirs, is, theirs is highlighted more because, because the other groups, except maybe the fire, the other groups can't lose life easily mm-hmm. as Chicago po- Police Department can. And I, I, I look at that from that perspective, and that's what really, really makes me really upset about her because now she's finally coming out against Chicago Teachers Unit Union because now she I think something clicked in her. I don't know what uh, yeah, something clicked that this is the final year that yeah. she may be in office. <laughs> she comes out the other day, it's all over the news. Her and the superintendent want to put their foot down now and all of a sudden say, Hey, we're gonna stop this and we're gonna hold you accountable out there. And if you're running and you're shooting and you're doing all these bad things, boo boo boo, we're gonna get you. Nonsense. Yeah, I think she's from Ohio. Nonsense. Mar- Marge from YouTube says she, she thinks she's from Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, they lied. They gave her a whole West Side backstory. Well, now, yeah. You know what they're doing now? They just told the commanders and the deputy chiefs that are in charge of these areas and police districts, hey, you better do your job now. You better start pulling in numbers of now. Of course. And if you're not doing that, we're going to demote you or get rid of you. And look what she did to Captain Zara. You know, no matter how you feel about no matter how, how people feel about him, I mean, she came after that. That guy, he's a union. He was a union president. This, he did the job of what union presidents do. Yeah, you know. But I didn't see her go after the CTU guy, well, this Marxist um, guy in, in, in the CTU who's running the CTU. I well, won't even say well, the name. Chicago teachers union. Just as they're doing now, they're they're home. They can walk out any time. And so that's a threat to her because the parents don't like it. Now it makes her look bad and her city look bad, right. you know. But police and fire and dispatchers and, and, and people of that realm can't do that. Right. And right. She can right. hold us more accountable and do what she wants at her leisure. And I said on Sean Thompson's show, I said when I when I hosted the show, I said teachers should never be able to strike during a school year. Mm-hmm. Because and we, let, let, let's, let's hold that thought because I want to talk more about this because I don't think they really understand how if you're a single parent, how you have to juggle and flip and switch to find somebody to watch your kid. It's, you have to choose between your job or your kid. Listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live streaming on all social media platforms. Um, hanging out with my buddy, Milan, the troublemaker, Galloway. Well, I see it in your eyes. You always looking to see if I'm going to play that audio. <laughs> uh, and K-Dog, Chief Keith himself, Keith Thornton Jr. Uh, before the break, we were discussing, you know, what's happening in Chicago. Um, you know, I like to talk about, I like to acknowledge what's happening in Chicago. But I also like to talk about the good stuff that's happening in Chicago, because I, you know, I know there's a lot of play about, you know, separating Chicago from the state of Illinois. I say no, um, because I understand the economic engine Chicago could be if it had good and great leadership, people who didn't allow the politics of, of, of BLM and, 
and Quifas and uh, to, 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 to dictate how they operated as a, as, as a city. Um, and with that said, Keith, you, you're trying to really change Chicago with Heal Chicago. Um, what, what, what was the motivating factor um, that made you start that? Was it one of the speaking engagements? Did you go out and speak somewhere and somebody said something to you that said, you know what, and you said to yourself, I'm fed up, we have to heal Chicago. Well, first and foremost, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in public safety since I was freaking 19 years old, you know, and so I love Chicago. It's dear, dear, very dear to my heart. And I've always done things like this. I've always been highly engaged with volunteer in the community, and I've seen the good, I've seen the bad, you know, so everything that's been just going on in the last couple of years, even prior to COVID, it's just out of control. And I'm, I'm asking myself and I'm going back and forth with God and I say, what the heck can I do? I didn't just come back to this city that I love so much, born and raised as a native to just sit here and do nothing. Yeah. I've got to speak up. I've got to do something. So I said, well, here's this Black Lives Matter movement. You know, I want to start my own movement. It's called Hill Chicago. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's just black folks. It's whites. It's Asians. It's all throughout the city of Chicago. And I take my group of very diverse staff and volunteers, and we go to every single community, and we meet with the people. We bring them to the table and say, what the heck is going on in this area? What do your people need? And then we collaborate with the organizations and the people that's working within those communities, and we just platform them because there's so much good going on within this city and many other cities, but so many people are not recognized. So I get all of those people together, the organizations, and I say, let me put you guys out there and let's do something. So that's what I do. I move around. We clean up this this town. We got, we got a rally coming up. It's a unity rally and, and a protest. It's for the families of, of homicide victims. It's so much that can be done. And I've done so much and achieved so much in just the last several months. And it's looking out into these people that's volunteering. All shades. All It's beautiful. You ain't black. <laughs> I, I think he is black. I think he's black. The John's not black. <laughs> So, you know, it's great seeing people come together amongst the differences for the same common thing. It's a wonderful thing. And so that's what I stand for. Hill Chicago. Look it up online and uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And just join us. We're moving around and just helping people. That's all I do until we get together and learn about one another. That's what's going to make the stand. But couldn't that have shouldn't that have been the message of Black Lives Matter, the organization? Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. I support Black Lives Matter because it's very true. I support Blue Lives Matter. I always say instead of uh, back. uh, What's it called? Um, Back the badge. What the heck do I say? I say, oh, it says back the blue. I say black the blue. Oh, you know, now see, now you know? see we've been Uh-oh. doing good for Uh-oh. two and a half hours. No, okay, let's go. Uh-oh. But I'm, I'm ready. sorry. When I had LaShawn Ford here, when I had Ken Duncan here. Uh-uh, don't, no, we, just, just come to me. I'm coming uh, to Don't put me to them. <laughs> same, same, it's the same scenario. Get to scenario. it. Get to the question. You sound right. like field out. Oh! Come on. Let me tell you something. You cannot say you support Black Lives Matter when you know that it's a, it's a, Marxist organization. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I got to make it clear. When you say Black Lives Matter and you support that, I know a lot of black people support it, but it's only skin deep. You about to get slapped. No, 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 no. That's a slogan. Time out. Time out. Time out. Because if I say, we can say back the blue, 
But there are some horrible officers out there. And that does not mean that I say I'm against the police department. I am completely pro-police. But do we have to do reform and correct officers that I work for and that I tell what to do? Heck yeah, we do. Because those are the few seeds out there that that cast this negative persona on the rest of the the, the people who are very ill-minded who now say all officers but, are that way. And wait, 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 time out, time out. And that's why we have the Ella Frenches out there who are shot on, on the scenes of, of ignorance of ignorance of people shooting because they don't like the police. That whole thing is spewed because of the very few, but that does not mean that I cast a whole thing on them. I still back the blue. And with that being stated, I, I, I completely love uh, Black Lives Matter. Now, now, what you're saying, when you get into this nonsense of looting and doing this and not stating, mm-hmm. and, and not stating... That's not what he's saying. Okay. Let me, no, wait, yeah, let me, go wait, for let, it. Let, let me referee this. Because there's a, I believe there's a difference... And supporting and believing that Black Lives Matter, but there's also a difference in the organization itself, the framework of the organization that's out there raising money. Yes, I despise that organization. Yes, it's BS. I despise yes. that organization, and I, I think you both are saying the same thing. I just think you guys didn't didn't clearly uh, enunciate. But what I'm it gonna was throw you something at him that he threw at me. You said when it comes to the officers, yeah. the few seeds that make the rest look bad. Right. When it comes to Black Lives Matter, it's the many seeds that make the few that may have had good intentions. Right. Make I agree. Look bad. I agree. The, the majority, I'm one of them. That is an organization. It's just. It's not just a slogan. Right. Yeah. And I and I and I and I get sick of people saying I support. Well, Black they Lives conflated Matter the two. That's what, they yeah. brought the two and made yeah. them one. Because yeah. they, they they came up with that slogan because it's hard to fight against that slogan. Right. Well, well, um, uh, no, it's not hard to fight against this. Well, not for me, right. not for you. Right. It's not hard to fight in saying that yeah. I despise Black Lives Matter, the organization. Yeah. Right. I don't despise Black Lives Matter, the actual the sentiment, message. Yes. The message. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because you could twist it around back to the police, back to blue. You know, you have a whole different set of people who back the blue, who are racist and everything else. That's true. That's, I, I know that factual. That's factual. Even towards me. Yeah. So yeah. we got to look at this in all angles, and we got to talk. We can't be afraid to. Say, yes, I understand. I'm, I think we're on the same page. I think you're you right. You guys are. We're on just the same saying page. it differently. You know what I mean? But we have got to uh, cross that barrier of talking to people and different things that we're maybe not comfortable with because there are some good. There's good and bad to everything. I said it on my interview earlier. You can take one situation, have a million people look at it this way and this way. You know, so I'm not just like we don't want people casting everything on officers or here we go, black people. Oh, my God, all they do is kill people, do this. I'm black. I don't do any of that. I don't have any criminal history. I'm, I don't do this. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. That was one of the first slogans they had with their first march but through the city on the police. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make them a little upset real quick. You ready? Yeah. Take a deep breath. What if I did tell you, though, I know people who are within the organization of Black Lives Matter who are really trying to shift and change the perception of how black lives matter and actually what they're trying to do um, to make it really about the message and not so much Mm -hmm. about the fundraising, not so much being an arm of the Democrat party. I know, I do know a couple of people that are within it and I'm actually trying to get them on the show this year so that we can have some real concrete discussions about just how bad the organization is, you know, because it's really an arm of the Democrat party right now. And and it's an arm that goes out there and, 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 and tries to make, Anything that's white or you and I, uh, obsolete. Those yeah. people that you know are failing at their job. They're well, doing a bang-up no. job. Well, They're failing. Well, they probably are. 
but at least they're trying to try to ch- shift it and change it because sometimes the greatest the greatest change comes from within. If if you can if you can and this is why I always tell people, you know, who have issues with the cops, go become one. Yeah, go join them. Period. You know why I became a cop? I was you don't know this. I was beaten by cops, mm-hmm. like beaten up in the um, uh, Belmont area. Yeah, I mean they look. I mean this yeah. this one dude put a ring on, put something on his fingers, put a glove on, hit me in my eye. Choked me out until I passed out. Yeah. And you know what? When as I got older, I said, you know what? The only way to change this, I had a student. Yes. I, used, I used to teach at Safe Foundation. I, I taught GED for at-risk youth. And this student came up to me and said, Ain't no, there are no good cops out there, mm-hmm. Mr. Anthony. Mm-hmm. He said, well, why don't you become one? And you know what I did? A couple of months later, I filled out for Cook County um, um, Jail. Yeah. We moved. And then when I moved to Champaign, I, fi- I applied to become a Champaign City cop. Got the job and was really trying to change it. And then when I got, we moved back up here. Yeah. I became a Kendall County Sheriff's Deputy and I really tried to become the community cop where people really could, could respect and, and honor uh, a police officer in their community. And that's what it boils down to respect. We got to learn how to respect one another despite our differences. And when we see the BS, we call it out. Right. But we can't just cast entire entities on everyone. That's we right. Can't. Oh, he's quiet. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. But when we come back, you, you can go. Okay. Go uh, Green Bay. You listen to the black and right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on a Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm the Troublemaker, and I'm here with K-Dog. <laughs> What's going on? And we about to mix it back up. It wasn't enough time for me to get well, to what I Well, we only got wanted. 25 minutes, so let's get to it. Well, let's do it. Okay, listen. I'm going to tell you like this. I don't care what the name is. It can be Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Brown Lives Matter. I will not support an organization born from domestic terrorism. It will not happen with me. I'm sorry. I remember the slogans. I remember the chants. I remember the riots. Mm -hmm. I remember them burning down $5 billion worth of property across the United States. Why they want to cry about a million and a half for for the Capitol building. Okay. So I know who these people are and what they represent. I, I listen, if you say the slogan, you support the slogan, as far as I'm concerned, you support the organization because the slogan is nothing without the organization. So uh, I disagree. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, we couldn't agree to disagree because, because yeah, I get you. I, all I, lives yeah. matter. Let's, let's li- stop yeah, let's playing the segregation game. I don't care if it's groups or race. All lives matter. Forget uh, I black agree lives, that, brown but, lives, we, white lives. But we're all agree, of us, we're, all we're, our lives matter. Yeah, that's completely true, and I agree with that as well. We're, we're on the same topic here. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is because an organization or whomever decides to be you know, take this to a different way. I'm not. I'm. I'm not against it. I'm. Excuse me. I am against it. Anarchists and everything else. I'm against. I'm against it. You know, I've worked many of these situations. Columbus statue being torn up. A police officer sergeant's eyes gone because yeah. of the situation. Yeah. I'm against it. But what I'm saying is, Black lives do matter, and it does need to be stated. Latino lives matter. It needs to be stated. LGBT lives matter. I'm. I'm of the community. It needs to be stated. Do I do I agree with every single thing that's taking place within some of these things? Yeah. No. But people need to stand out and say what they believe and, and be an example to correct a lot that's going and, on. And, and, and Valant, you all, I think sometimes you come from a, a purely policy perspective. Yeah. On Black and white. Things. Black yeah. and white. Yeah. But, but there's also a political side to this. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you why Republicans don't do well in black and brown communities. They're, you know what they're always saying most most of the time? I only see, I, I see no color. Mm-hmm. Dude, no, but the people you, you're trying to win over see color. <laughs> right. So you're saying, I don't see color, and they're like, well, I'm black, I'm Latino, I'm whatever, whatever color you want. Because, you know, I do believe in acknowledging who people are. Yeah. I d- where I draw the line, the, the line in the sand is, it doesn't define who I am. Period. It doesn't dictate what I do. I got an example. And, and, and yeah. people are not going to, you know, oh, I'm, I'm black-ish. I'm black and white. Right. So, you know, I, I fall on both spectrums of the, and so I'm not going to allow that, though. To define me, who I am. You said you really quick. When I was LAPD, I was in South Central. Chose to go there, top of my class. They thought I was going to pick, you know, Beverly Hills or whatever. I said, hell no, I'm going to uh, South South Central. So we get there. My partner, I had two partners. One was uh, black. She was a female, and we were we were like the only few that were there of that whole entire police station. We had a lot of Latinos out there and a lot of white. And so here you go. Backup call comes out. Her and I, we're inside of the station. We roll out like you wouldn't believe it. The moment you hear backup, officer needs help, we are rolling. Yeah. So we come in hot, heavy. We jump out of the car. Batons, ready to go. We run it. We about to whoop something, you know? That's what we do. There's a crowd of about 300 mainly black and some Latinos mixed in the mix. Rowdy. Crazy. Police officers are lined up, and they're like, we're about to formulate against these people. So I said, I'm the only one. You got sergeants, lieutenants out there. They're just standing back, and we're about to go to work. I said, wait. What's going on here? Well, they, they, we call for a music call here. We call for a music call, too loud music. I said, that's it. They haven't done anything besides that. We have no one hit an officer or anything. No. Well, they're just, they're not doing this and this and this and this. Calm down. Let me take this over. <laughs> I step forward. This guy comes out. Oh, no. He's cursing. I can't say the words, whatever. This, that, no, that. No, please don't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. So then I said the words right back to him. I said, calm down now. Blah, 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 blah. I talked to him the way that we talk, West and Southsiders, period. That guy shut up, and he listened to me, and I said, you're not going to jail. Nothing's been violated. Get your people. Go in. Turn the music down, and we're out of here. He turned around, told that whole crowd of people. They dispersed immediately, and he's like, yeah, man, listen to this guy right here. This officer, what's your name? This Thornton right here. He's this and this and this. It was done. The call was over. I had a handful of white officers look at me. With this nasty look. Well, how does that happen? And it started circulating. Why, how does he do it? Is it because of black? Because we need more people out there that identify yeah. with those populations. Because we get it. And it's not me against my partners who are white or whatever. We back each other. But if they came into a situation, this happened to me when I was transferred out to a, a I went to a burglary in progress. A guy was a suspect was in a white lady's house. My partner and I, who was Mexican at the time, we came to the lady's door. She was right there on the phone, 911. I'm saying, open the door, ma'am. Lights and sirens, full uniform. She refused to open the door. She hung up on 911, called the station and said, there's a black police officer and a Mexican guy here. Uh-huh. Is this a real officer? <laughs> I want a white officer to come to my door. Yeah, it happened. Now, a white officer came, my partner, do I get mad at him? No, because you know what? That's the reality sometimes, but we have to work together. Hey, one time, I was a Kendall County Sheriff's deputy. Got dispatched to Lisbon, Illinois. I go in, guy having a heart attack. I go in and I see all this Nazi symbols everywhere. You know what he told me? What? Tell my partners who are white, you can come in. Yeah. He said, but he can't come in. Mm-hmm. Dude, having a heart attack. Yeah. You know what his wife says? What? Don't listen to him. Come save my husband. <laughs> come save my husband. Yeah. She didn't care. Right. I mean, literally, he had he was in a uniform. He had pictures of himself in a uniform. 
Yeah, uh, Hitler pictures all over the place, the Nazi symbol, the swastika. I'm like, huh. Hey, listen to Black and White. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. Happy to be in studio with my friend, the troublemaker himself, Belon Galloway. And is it Chief Keith? Chief Keith. Hey, you, you got a nickname after all, Chief Keith. K-E-E-F. <laughs> right. Chief Keith. Um... Keith Thornton Jr., um, you know, it's a lot to talk about. I told you guys when we first started the show, there's just so much that we can we can we can just sit here and banter about. Um, I, I think it's I think it's been a good show. Yeah, yeah. I think we've it, it hasn't, hasn't your eyes open been open a little bit. Mine yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. You know, um, I kind of want to end the show. We'll end this. We'll end the end the show uh, with you talking about how people can contact you to come speak and things of that nature. Uh, Cause I'm sure that's probably on the rise too. you getting speaking engagements to go and already speak. started. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but I wanted to play something that uh, it was uh, Pfizer CEO. I don't, I don't know what news station he was on. I actually found this on TikTok, this audio clip um, of basically the Pfizer CEO saying the reason why, he has not been vaccinated yet. Yeah, you heard that right. Yeah, I see those eyes. You're looking at me. Those puppy dog eyes. You're looking at me. Um, but yeah, I, I want you. I want to. I want. I want to play this really quickly, and I want to get both of you guys this because Keith, you said today there shouldn't be a mandate. You know um, about this I, because I think there's something more sinister. Just that, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not a conspiracy theory theorist. But I've seen so many of these so-called conspiracy theories come to come to life in the last two years, last three years actually. Um, the conspiracy theories were were right all along, you know, in some regards. But I want you to listen to what this what this, what this CEO of Pfizer had to say about why he's not vaccinated. The sooner uh, I can, I will. The only sensitivity here, uh, Meg, is that. Uh, I don't want to, uh, to to have an example, but I'm uh, cutting the line. But uh, I am uh, uh, 59 years old, in good health. I'm not working in the front line. So it, uh, my type is not recommended to get vaccination now. So that's one consideration. On the other hand, our company ran a lot of uh, polls to see what would take people to believe it. And one of the highest ranking, even higher than if Joe Biden takes it, even higher than if the other presidents take it, it is if the CEO of the company takes it. So with that in mind, um, I'm trying to find a way that um, I will get uh, vaccinated despite if it is not my uh, my time, just to demonstrate the confidence of the company. But we have made the decision that uh, if we have to do that, we will not do it with our executives. Uh, so none of the executives or board members listen, will listen cut the this. line. Listen they will this. take it as their age. Uh, and the occupation uh, type uh, uh, is uh, is a, is a time for them. I'm healthy. <laughs> well, so are millions of other Americans. Uh, but you, 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 they're trying to force this vaccination down our throats. He didn't say anything. The average American hasn't said hasn't said. And I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I just think this is a big controlled experiment. That's all. It's just an experiment. Fauci's a scientist. 
And most of these people that's trying to make us take the vaccine, they're scientists. Yeah. And they just want to do trial and error and see if it works or not. I, I have no no problem with their job, but do it with the people that sign sign up for your right. little your little experiment. Don't do it and force it upon the whole United States and use this virus to fear monkeys. Don't do it. That's my that's my only problem with it. You know, this is it's taking away your liberty and your rights and trying to force you to do something that you don't want to do. If you do want to do it, exactly. hand clap. Exactly. Hand clap. Yeah. But well, it goes back to being hi- hypocrites. You know, a lot of the politicians in these seats, their sciences, whatever you want to call right. them, they're all, I want to say all, but a lot of, our, of them are hypocrites. And, and that's why there needs to be more people stepping up within all of our cities and our towns and suburbs and states who who see the truth and they are woke from what the, the youngsters say yeah. and need to step up into some of these positions. But it also has to do with people realizing that we need to put better people in office you know, and Keith, across the board. Keith, how how are the the restaurants and the people that have that have been affected by the January third? Um, was it what what was it a mandate? Yeah, it's uh, a mandate in effect, and you know, um, it's just horrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, last twenty twenty, so many restaurants went out of business. You know, just being out for several months, and they haven't come back now. So you know, you're depleting neighborhoods now. You're depleting people from getting jobs. And then you got this this money coming in and rolling in from government every, you know, whenever they decide to give money out when people lose their jobs. It's just a trickle effect that's that's nonsense and doesn't have to be that way. If people choose to not wear a mask or don't want to do it, that's up to them. And, you know, if something bad happens, then it's on them. You know, and if you decide to want to wear a mask and you do that, you know, but restaurants should be able to uh, decide that. And if they say, hey, uh, anyone can come in here and I don't want to go, then I don't go. Right. It's, it's your choice. It's your right. And just like the governor said, DeSantis, it's airborne. Yeah. If you're going to catch it, you're going to catch it. The masks are doing nothing. Masks are doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Trust me. I, I do this for a living. I got more skin in the game than the average person. That's and once again, the explain to viewers just popping in what you exactly do. Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a wound care nurse. I do. I do. Uh, I'm a personal care tech. Yeah. I, I take care of people for a living. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's nothing. And on the front line, they want I, since day one. You know, speaking of restaurants, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Andy John. We, my buddy Mark and I had some dinner at both his restaurants last week. Uh, Chicago Prime Italian, Chicago Prime Steakhouse. Get over there if you get any time. Get over there and, 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 and frequent the restaurants. They, restaurants are going to need help. Yeah. And I fear what a second lockdown is going to do for the men and women who are, are, are you know, in restaurant and I don't know. I don't recall all the other uh, things that were shut down. Bars, like, like all bars. kinds of different things. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, Florida's not doing it, yet we are. Tennessee's not doing it, yet we are. Free states against tyranny, tyrannical states. Listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Something new. Those two words. Something new. You listen, you're tuning in to Black and White Radio on AM560. I'm operating on the third hour, and I'm ecstatic, and I love it. I'm um, joined in studio by Villan, the troublemaker Galloway, and K-Dog, Big Chief, Keith. <laughs> Chief Keith. Chief Keith. <laughs> Keith Thornton. I said those two words, something new, because, Keith, you said right before the break, we need to have people who are willing to run to change. That's right. Does that person include Keith Thornton? 
You know what? Yes, it does. But you're not. You don't have to tell. (laughs) You're not going to find out what it is. Yes. That's all we need to know. I can promise you one thing, though. I stand for all people. I'm not afraid to be vocal of what's right. Um, That's it. So do we get a call in when you get ready to announce? Or after the announcement? Listen. (laughs) You're going to know. Okay. All right. All right. right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first on Black and Right Radio. Yeah, but hey, real quick before we get out of here, I just want to let you guys know if you want to follow me, go to Facebook. It's my uh, most uh, liked little uh, social media there. You want to search my name of Keith, K-E-I-T-H. Middle initial is A as in Anthony with the dot, the period. Thornton is T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N and then J-R with a period. Keith A. Thornton Jr. Follow me there. And then if you want to join Hill Chicago volunteering or just get more information, go to Hill Chicago foundation.org that's hill chicago foundation.org um i'm pumped up guys i'm very pumped up and it's such a pleasure being here with some like-minded yeah and not like-minded yeah. people. we we learn we don't have to we learn yeah we don't right, have to agree no. but i'm learning i'm still open-minded and i said man that is something i think about you know so i do appreciate it well, i'm saying this much i feel sorry for whoever your opponent is going to be <laughs> really tell me why because you're a tough cookie man oh boy <laughs> oh wait he gave you a uh, he gave me a you compliment. Gave, you gave Keith a compliment? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, you don't I, give I those. I respect my opponents. Yeah. I, I, be, even the people Listen, on Progressive Radio yeah. will tell you, oh, we argue like cats and dogs. Yeah. But I was never personal. I never yeah. called names. We argued over the facts. Even though I believe their so-called facts were fantasy, yeah. we would debate the issue. Yeah. So I respect oh, when God. I disagree. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, I'm, I'm done. Listen, I run a tight ship, and the staff that's going to be behind me, um, even with the Hill Chicago staff, they will tell you I don't play because now, when you talk about chief of uh, excuse me uh, chain of command and this and that and the mayor all the way to the top one, she's not the top, you know. And if I were in that position, I'm not the top. The top of the chain of command always falls down to the people, yeah. and that's Let who we need to work with. Go! Yes. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gonna put you back in chain? Yeah. yeah. That's your president. Yeah. Yeah. He put us in chains, didn't he? Oh, beyond <laughs> man, some of the decisions he's made. And- <laughs> I mean, you 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 look at every every economical every everything that you can measure economically. We fall into the bottom, except what you were talking about. Uh, unemployment fell three point nine percent. Three point nine. That's, that's nobody's the, in the job market, though. Yeah, nobody's in the job market, and he's getting the benefit of what Trump did. And people won't people won't give Trump that credit. Yeah. Oh, how, how he brought us back. Yeah. Even after all. Even all, after yeah. that. See, he's getting that benefit. Yeah. Well. They they would say the same that Trump got it from Barack Obama, but that that was a complete lie because how I know, but that's what I'm oh. saying. That's what they were saying. The reason why Trump was we can explain how he's getting the benefit of right, Trump, but right, right. But you can't, you couldn't explain. Most of the people couldn't explain how Trump was getting the benefit of Barack Obama because right. Barack Obama policies were ter- terrible. I got to get that out. Of here. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> See, they were terrible. You, you can say a couple of those yeah. ironic words. They were terrible. There's nothing wrong, wrong with that. But we can prove over those eight years he was trading at two percent or below two percent, and only in the last maybe six months. Uh, that's right. a whole other show. I, 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 but guys, I want to thank you both for coming out today. I want to thank man. I'm telling you, YouTube was rocking today. I think that was because of you, uh, <laughs> uh, Keith Thornton. A lot of your YouTubers uh, came over. I want to thank all the people that that listened on YouTube, Rumble. Um, uh, Facebook, um, you guys are amazing. You guys make me come here every week and wanting to give a good product and let people know, guys, we can have an opinion. Yeah. 
We don't have to agree. Yes. And guess what? We can go break bread right after that. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get together and let's stand together, guys. Let's Thanks for being here. Love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, see you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Pete, DJ Pete. Repeat. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.